Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Thank you. Love you guys. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate your humor. Hot Radio Maine. You guys have an awesome radio show. Maine's hit music channel. It's Wednesday. Let's do a Would You Rather for the Gardens Aglow tickets. Gardens Aglow, uh, Coastal Maine Botanical Gardens, they put on an amazing light show each year. This is the first year that it's back to a walking tour? Mm, don't quote me on that. I just know that and during COVID, it was a drive through and now you're back to walking. Now you're back to walking, which is the way to go, by the way. I agree. I, I never did the drive through but when you walk, you get to choose where you go, where you linger. You have more time to take pictures. I was going to say that was going to be my next thing pictures of the gram i feel like that's the whole point right of course um <laughs> can't go there and not take a picture if you went there and didn't take a picture did you even go i don't think you did no uh gardens of glow tickets up for grabs right now 207-807-1104 answer the would you rather we'll put you in the running we're gonna pick our winner real quick here okay well this is a little dark but would you rather fight 200 third graders all at once or fight a bear it's dark but if you win we're gonna brighten up your day with christmas lights <laughs> Yeah, you'll be glowing. Say that again. Would you rather fight 200 third graders all at once or fight a bear? <sighs> Neither is a great option here. Both sound terrifying. My initial reaction is 200 third graders. How old? I think you're like eight years old, seven or eight when you're in third grade. Hmm. I saw a picture of a 12 year old playing football that looked like a grown ass man. <laughs> 12 being 12 and being eight is like a big difference he, he was going viral i was like that's he had a mustache looked like he had a it looked like he had a tattoo was holding the 12 and under trophy i'm like there's no way oh my god that, that kid is 12 years old that's wild i need to see a picture of an eight-year-old okay <laughs> who's should eight I, for reference should I, should I google an eight-year-old well like, if, we're weird googling eight-year-old macaulay child. macaulay calkin in home alone 2 is probably eight years old no yeah because he was seven in the first one he was He's like, ma'am, I'm seven years old. Do you think I would be okay, this, I in the store? I just Googled eight-year-old, and there's a bunch of different kids who all look to be about eight years old. Well, now your f computer's been flagged. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that scared me. Okay, so would you rather have 200 of those little kids coming at you, trying to fight you all at once, or would you rather fight off a bear? I'm going 200 kids. What? Why? I just think like it's just 200 punches, 200 punches to a bear. I'm still losing. Yeah. A bear could literally take you out with like one swipe at the paw. Right. And like your head's rolling away. And there's only so many kids that could get at you at one time. So if you just like go in a circle. Bah, 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 bah. OK, well, I don't actually want to fight the kids. <laughs> like I don't want to hit them, but I guess it's survival. I thought that was the would you rather. I guess I would choose the kids. <laughs> You and came up with this let one. Them, just let them attack me and then be like, I'll I'll buy you whatever you want. If you stop, I'll take you to the mall. Wow. What a diplomatic answer I'll there. buy you an ice cream. I'm over here punching eight-year-olds. How hard could they hit? <laughs> it's been a while. Like, obviously, when I grew up with sisters and yeah, we used to beat each other up. But I can't remember like how hard an eight-year-old can punch. I think I'm taking out everybody that you just showed me on that Google oh my image God. search right there. No. Before I take out a bear. Let's be honest. I'm probably losing both battles but i think that i got 200 kids at one time i feel like they could kill you that's a lot bethany from stanish are you fighting 200 third graders or a bear i'm taking on third graders because <laughs> i i coach third grade basketball oh um so i feel i personally have an advantage um but i also <laughs> do have a third grader in my home who it 
it's a hit or miss how she, it goes. I just feel no matter what with a bear, you're going to lose. Right. Uh, <laughs> the third graders still have some kind of uh, some kind of ritual that they can follow. <laughs> you can talk them down from it. You can't talk down a bear. No, for sure. Bethany's like, I've been trained for this my whole life. I've been coaching third graders. I know their weaknesses. I know where to hit them. Exactly. <laughs> Right. They're going on the line and they're running. They try to attack me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, 30 second drills. They used to call, do they still call, I feel like that has to be canceled, right? Do they still call them suicides? Oh, God. So I cannot legally call them suicides. That's what they were when I was growing up, too. Um, yeah. But I have to call them ladders because of so many suicides with the kid age. Right. I was going to say. It's so morbid. When you said get on the line, the first thing I thought of was suicides. And then in my head, the light bulb went off. They probably can't say that anymore. Can't say that. <laughs> yeah, I did my first practice um, coaching, which was last year. Yeah. And uh, I got in trouble. <laughs> oh, it's just habit. People are sending us pictures of their third grader. He just turned nine less than a month ago. Here's a third grader. <laughs> That's a big third grader. Yeah, I mean, I'd be scared of him. <laughs> Alicia from Summersworth, are you taking on 200 third graders or? A bear. I would have to say the 203rd graders only because I know that I could live through that. Yes. To be able to tell about it. And I know it sounds crazy, but how cool would that be to say that you beat 203rd graders? So you're going to fight back is what you're saying. Uh, I mean, potentially. You're going to use self-defense. Survival of the fittest. Right, you got to come out alive. Like literally some of some third graders nowadays are pretty intimidating. I know. <laughs> well, we... We just saw this picture that somebody sent us, and they wrote, by the way, more stuff. They said, picture is just for reference. Uh, third graders are ruthless going for the bear. This person chose the bear oh because God. they know about third graders. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. All right. It's not a good option either way. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Andrea from Newfield, would you rather take on 200 third graders or a bear? I would rather take on 200 third graders. <laughs> I personally have a third grader myself, and oh. uh, yeah, I would definitely take on 300 of them than a bear. They're <laughs> less vicious. How strong is your third grader's punch? Oh, pretty damn strong. Oh, God. Sorry, sorry. But not like clawed out like a bear, you know what I mean? Not like the, like <laughs> one one claw from a bear and you're done for, I yeah. feel like. He actually doesn't use his nail, so it's less harmful. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The third grader is not going to go for that. All right. Uh, would you like to uh, take your third grader to check out the light show up at the uh, Coastal Maine Botanical Gardens? I would love that. Let's make this happen. We're going to hook you out with a pair of tickets to Gardens Aglow. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. But no fighting. <laughs> it's a happy moment up there. All right. Sounds perfect. All right. You got a pair of tickets. Uh, we have some more coming up this afternoon um, and we'll do some more tomorrow morning for Gardens Aglow. I'm shocked by two things this morning, Tara. One, that so many of our listeners actually have third graders for reference. I know. <laughs> and So specific. And two, that so many of our listeners were excited to answer this would you rather. They're like, oh, I'm going for the 200 third graders for sure. Get them. Hot Radio May. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. So on Tuesday, Megan Thee Stallion took the stand to testify in the Tory Lanez trial. She said, I'm having a really difficult time sitting up here telling my story and having to sit across from people who have made up lies about me and having to sit across from Tory. When asked about the shooting, Megan said, I heard the gunshots. I don't know how many, but it feels like it went on forever. I've never been shot at before in my life. As soon as he started shooting, I put my head down. Megan said she lowered her head because, quote, I was scared and I didn't move. He said, dance. B word. And I turned to him and saw him shoot. 
After, okay, scary. After the police arrived, Meg added she was put in handcuffs. Uh, she continued, nobody cared I was bleeding. Felt like I don't matter. Nobody cares what is happening to me right now. Um, and then talking about what has happened since the shooting, Megan said, every man in a position of power in the music industry has taken Tory's side. Not a day goes by without being called a liar. This whole thing is about who I was having sex with, not who shot me, and I don't know why. Uh, Megan then added, I don't want to live. I wish he had just shot and killed me if I had to go through this torture. Um, she was talking about how her sex life being a topic has also caused issues with her current relationship with Partisan Fontaine, how you know, Why does it matter? Making like her sex life public has been an embarrassing uh, thing. I think the issue here is at least what the defense is trying to paint is that she lied about her relationship with Tori. What else is she lying about? So they're trying to establish that. I don't know. There's a difference between, you know, hooking up with someone and then not wanting it to get out and being like, no, I didn't hook up with them as opposed to like lying over being shot. I'm sorry, but one weighs heavier than the other. And I don't think she's lying. Valid. Um, so the questioning turned to uh, Megan about her former friend, Kelsey. And Meg said that things ended with her because they're former friends now. When she met with Tori after he shot me, they went and turned the story around, adding that there's no doubt it was Tori who shot her, not Kelsey, as the defense has insinuated. Also, I have noticed that whenever this gets brought up, men are always like, oh, you never know. And all the women I talk to are like, yeah, he shot her. Hello. Wake up. Like he shot her. You weren't there. You never know. I don't trust him. I'm fitting in the stereotype that you just placed on all men. Not me. Exactly. I'm different. I'm a different kind of guy. Uh, upon cross-examination, the defense attorney asked Megan if she lied about her previous relationship with Lanes to the police in her, in her, and in her interview with Gail King. And uh, Meg said yes. Megan also said she never told police about her claim that Lanes offered her $1 million to keep the shooting secret. I also think that the reason why she told a little white lie on Gail King about whether she had a relationship with him or not is because no one is taking her seriously about the fact that at the end of the day, she was shot and traumatized. Everyone's like, but did you guys sleep together? Like, who the hell cares? I think also part of it is, and she alluded to this in her testimony, is the embarrassment of being like, how could I sleep with somebody that could then shoot me? Yeah. So she doesn't want to like even admit to that to herself to be like, how could I? I just think that. How could I trust somebody like that who in turn would do that to me? Like, no one's looking at Tory Lanes and being like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. You slept with Megan the Stallion. Why are people looking at Megan the Stallion like, that's so embarrassing. You slept with Tory Lanes. It's a double standard. Um, well, this is day two. I'm sure we'll have a lot more content from this. Uh, I think he's going to jail and that's why he's bringing his six-year-old kid with him to court every day. I haven't seen that. It's not appropriate. But my thought is that just makes him look softer of a person to the I think it makes judge him look jury. way more guilty because he's trying to get all the time he can with his son before he gets locked up. No, he's saying like, you can't lock me up. Look at this. I'm a good dad. Would a good dad ever do this? But would a good dad bring their son to court is what you're saying. You wouldn't do that. No. Uh, Drake has some new jewelry. It's called Previous Engagements. An expedition spanning 14 months. Every diamond hand-selected inspected to only suit perfection. This monumental art piece was assembled using 351.38 carats of diamonds, mounted in 18K white gold. Each stone meticulously set, utilizing the eagle claw technique. Previous engagements, for all the times he thought about it, 
but never did. I don't believe him. He thought about uh, getting down on one knee 42 times. There's 42 diamonds on this thing. And he thought about doing it 42 times. Was it with uh, 42 different women or was it, is he counting like, oh, I thought about doing it multiple times. Like, does Rihanna have six diamonds on that thing? No, (laughs) I don't believe it. I think he thought of it and was like, this would be funny. Let's do it. But it's a legit necklace. Like that part is real, but I don't know. That kind of makes me nervous. I saw this and my mind jumped to, are we going to get another album? Is this another one of his like fake promotional pieces? Like he was putting out before, is he doing something to promote some new music? And is the album going to be called previous engagements? Ooh, it just makes me scared when celebrities boast about jewelry and diamonds and stuff. Like I'll never get over the fact that Kim Kardashian was robbed at gunpoint for her diamond ring that she used to post everywhere. Yeah. I just feel like you shouldn't be doing that anymore. Like it's scary. It's scary out here. Look out Drake. Hopefully this isn't at his house. <laughs> Tara's coming for you. I'm not. I'll call him and be like, be safe, sweetie. Lock your doors. 42 times he thought about saying, will you marry me? Don't believe him. I think he thought about it a handful of times, but 42? Grow up. Previous Get married, <laughs> please. Do us a favor. Previous engagements. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn at the movies. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? If it's Scream, you're in luck. Scream 6 trailer. Uh, last time I checked, it wasn't out, but it's supposed to drop at some point today. You know, when he's asking her to like name scary movies and it's like the trivia and stuff, I would be dead so quick. I'd be like, I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head. But they're always like, uh, Halloween, Friday the 13th. I would have literally no idea. I'd be like, I don't know. Give me a second dead the uh latest screen movie coming to theaters march 10th 2023 we're gonna get that trailer today odd time of year uh yesterday the official scream six account tweeted out just a single emoji and then fans started to speculate is it coming is it not coming and it looks like it is and it's officially titled uh scream six that's gonna be the official title of it and nev campbell not in the movie yeah because they didn't want to pay her they want to pay her enough money and she says it was a sexist offer and she means more to the franchise than what they were willing to pay good for her for not doing it she's sitting this one out they've talked to some of the other actors about it and they didn't really throw shade but they're like they're like a check is a check you won't notice that she's not in the movie because there's so much more gore in the movie oh really they said the last one was kind of campy and paid tribute to the originals but this new one like double the gore unpopular opinion i thought the last one was okay i didn't think it was great and i barely remember anything about it i like left watching it being like "Mm, okay i like how they tied it in you could see that they were doing the transition from like the old crew to the new crew which is kind of taken over now the original is the best i can't believe officer dewey see i don't remember that (laughs) he's gone nothing from that Scream 5 stuck with me, except for the fact that Jenna Ortega is in it. He made it through all of the uh, screams, but he won't be in Scream 6 unless it's a flashback or he has, has a ghost. Um, that is your Dirty on 30 Made, How to Made by Darigo Federal Cray. You can hit the sweet spot between local knowledge and big time service and financial partner. They're in 10 main counties, DarigoFCU.com. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, man. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. President Biden signed the Respect for Marriage Act into law on Tuesday. The legislation provides protections for same-sex and interracial marriages. Biden said racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia are all connected. But the antidote to hate is love. This law matters to every single American, no matter who you are or who 
you love. Maine Health says it has a number of employees out right now with COVID, the flu, and RSV, the same viruses forcing schools to go remote or cancel classes. So they're battling it on the front line over there and internally uh, with their own staff. A lot of us uh, were masked for the last two and a half to three years, so we're protected against many of these viruses. And now we're starting to contract them, Dr. Dora Ann Mills of Maine Health said. That's one reason why they're thinking that there's such a spike in the flu cases and people getting sick and you've been sick and I've been sick and everybody's been sick. And we got an air purifier. Sounds like, I don't know what I've been told. We got an air purifier at the station that I think may is- May or may not be working. I'm pretty sure they're scams. Like I'm pretty sure they don't do anything. It's just like here, $500 and this will purify the air. There's like a million options on this thing. I have an app. I don't know how to work it. The app says that our air in here is excellent, which I refuse to believe. The air could be excellent. Like, I don't think it's going to detect if there's germs in the air, but if there... It says it filters out 99.9% of the COVID-19 virus and other germs. Go cough on it and see what it does. Sneeze on it, maybe. That's an interesting point. We should do that and look at the app in real time and see if it... I doubt it would pick anything up. If it's a scam, they should just lie to you and be like, oh, when I plugged it in and said, your air quality is excellent it should always say your air quality is poor and then like an hour later it should say we did our job it's excellent now but it's just been excellent the entire time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know i think these air purifiers are scams i don't because the one that i have in my apartment works like i can tell the difference when i don't run it overnight versus when i run it in my bedroom yours has like one switch on and off right and like different low medium high it's pretty simple. It's a touch screen and there's a bunch of different things you can do with it, but I just hit power, medium. Well, that's why I think there's so many options over here. I don't even know what we're doing with this one. It's too much. Too much. Moving along for five things. 28-year-old Corey Adams is accused of driving a pickup truck onto the airfield of the Augusta State Airport and then smashing through one of the airport's gates. Adams was charged with aggravated criminal mischief, operating a motor vehicle without a license, and driving to endanger, and living out one of my fantasies of driving a truck through a gate. What was the point of this? What was the goal? Because you know you're going to get caught. Like, there's no getting out of this. I don't know what was in his mind, but for me, it would just be, I want to bust through a gate like in a movie. Oh, absolutely. How fast do you have to go to go through a gate, you think? Hmm. Like, does 10 miles get it done? No, I, I probably like 20 and above. 20 and above gets it done. I mean, I would there, love to try. there's a reason why I haven't done it, and Corey has. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not Corey's first time? No, no. They, they kind of glossed over that in the, uh, in the news report I saw. Ugh, not again. They said that this isn't the first time that... It, the truck has been in an accident at the uh, airport. And I'm like, oh my God. What's going on here? He was probably testing it out. It didn't work at five, didn't work at 10. <laughs> 22 is the sweet spot. He figured it out this time. The closest I get to driving recklessly is bumper cars. And I don't like bumper cars. I feel like they give me whiplash. So I don't, I think it would be fun in the moment, but it would probably hurt your body. It'd be jolting. You were complaining about your neck yesterday. Imagine what would happen to your body. Oh, I'm still complaining about my neck today. I just haven't said it out loud. Um, AAA says nearly 113 million Americans will travel 50 miles or more for their uh, Christmas and New Year festivities. Yeah. 111 million Americans traveled for the holidays last year. So that's up a little bit. And there's going to be a 14% increase in air travel this holiday season. So up a bit this year over last year. People are going to be out there. Why everyone's sick traveling, spreading their germs. Uh, The NBA announced their MVP trophy is going to be named after Michael Jordan. The Michael Jordan trophy, uh, the trophy's five-sided base is a nod to Jordan's five league MVPs and the crystal basketball at the top consists of 23 points and measures 1.23 inches in diameter. And the 23 points represents... The number on his jersey. 
Yeah. No help. You got that all on your own. I was impressed. Yeah, I know pop culture. I don't know sports. All right. Miley Cyrus, 23. Come on. <laughs> How do you know what Michael Jordan's number is? Well, Miley Cyrus had a song called 23. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, that's probably when it started clicking. Because I've heard of people saying like 23 and, oh, this is your Michael Jordan year. And I'm like, eh? <laughs> who? What? But when what does that Miley mean? Cyrus came out with the song 23. Everything aligned. Yeah, for a lot Everything of people. Everything made sense. For a lot of people, I'm sure. Uh, there'll be random sports players that Tara knows. And I'm like, how do you know that person? Oh, uh, they dated an influencer. Yeah, they dated this influencer. <laughs> they were on the Kardashians for an episode. Oh, okay, okay. Um, sense. That is five things you need to know made how to mean by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for injured Mainers. Call Joe today and get a free case evaluation. 207 Call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. All right, let's get people in the running for Santa's sack. 207-807-1104 is the phone number, and we're asking what today, Tara? What dumb thing causes arguments in your house? What do you got? So mine is very niche, but Tucker works from home, okay? I don't. So when I leave the morning show, I'm starving. I'm ready for lunch, even though it's considered to be early in the day. So I go home and I'll make myself lunch. And he's on the phone like all day long. Like he'll hop on a meeting and talk for hours. And if I make myself lunch and not him, even though he's on the phone for hours and the sandwich will be soggy by the time he gets to it, it causes an uproar every single time. It happened last week. That's why it's fresh on my mind. But I left the stuff out so that he could make himself a sandwich when his meeting was over. But I was done with my lunch. Like almost an hour had gone by by the time he got off the phone. So I think it's not a big deal that I didn't make him a wrap or a sandwich or whatever because it would have been soggy and cold anyways. But it always causes a fight. Like he'll, I've never seen him actually get mad about things and he gets mad about me not making him lunch. He's like, that's so rude. I mean, you're right there. You're, but I'm starving. You're in the kitchen. I've been at work all morning and I come home and I am starving. I'm ready to eat lunch. I don't have time to be thinking about him. He's on the phone. By the is, time he he saying, home, is he saying that you should wait for him? No, he wants me to make one for him and let it just sit on the counter. So when he hangs up the phone. Yeah, he if he doesn't care, one. then why would you care? Because I don't have time. I, it's, it's hard to make a wrap. I don't have time. Like it takes me like 10 minutes to make one for myself. So by the time I'm done, I'm starving. And then... I have to go back to work, come back here, and then he hangs up the phone. He's at the house all day. Just make your wrap. Why is that on me on my lunch break? I did I did wraps last night. It doesn't take that long. It takes long for me. I have a really hard time with it. I did wraps and last night. we put night. so many weird things in our wraps. Like we put lettuce in the wrap. I have to like cut the lettuce. I have to wash and rinse it, pat it dry. Like it takes time. Okay? You just do double of all of that and you throw it in. No, it's not that simple. I did it and uh, Amora wasn't ready to eat and I ate without her and I just wrapped hers up put it in the fridge and she heated it up when she was ready to go. Really? I don't know. Yeah. When I've done it for him, it just gets so soggy. It's like gross at that point. So not making lunch for two people causes arguments in my house, but it's not like he's doing nothing. He's like on the phone and I don't know when he's going to get off the phone. It's the whole point. He's like, oh my God, I'm having such a busy day. If you could just take <laughs> two extra seconds and make me a wrap. I'm having a busy day. I'm on a schedule. I got to get back to work. God. He's like, I know that you spent. You should have lunch ready for me he, on the counter when I open the door. He, he's like, I know that you're dilly dallying over here. Like, <laughs> you got the time. He, he knows that. Whatever. Um. All right. The question is, what dumb thing causes arguments in your house? 
Uh, the most recent for me, I'll just do the most recent because I feel like everything that is an argument in my house is a dumb thing. True. We never really fight over anything serious. Um, but the bath mat. I get annoyed about this too. I don't know what you're about to say, but we bicker over the bath mat. The bath moving mat. around mysteriously. Well, the bath mat, we don't have great ventil- ventilation in the bathroom. So after I take a shower, she likes the bath mat to be hung up over the shower curtain so it dries better that way. Right. If it's on the floor, it apparently doesn't dry well. So, and then it gets gross. So she's like, if you put it over the shower curtain, then you no can No one wants it down. to get out of their clean shower and step on a soggy mat. Right. Like you, I'm on a tight schedule and I wake up in the morning and I take a shower and I hop out of the shower and I use the bath mat, obviously. You don't have time to hang And I dry up. and I, you know, brush my teeth, do what I need to do and then get out of there. I'm not thinking, okay, now that I'm like, like I do everything I need to do in the morning and then I get out of the bathroom, I get dressed and I leave. I don't get... And then by the time she rolls out of bed. No, she gets I'm up. Just kidding. <laughs> she gets up earlier than me sometimes. But uh, but like once I'm dressed, I'm not going back in the bathroom and be like, okay, now I'm going to hang this up over the... You have to make it a force of habit in the moment. That's what she wants. Yeah, but if I do that, I'm still wet in the moment because I'm, um, it's it, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, she'll come home and she takes showers at night. So this is her issue when she comes home. The bath mat is... It's still wet? It's still wet because the ventilation oh in there is God, so bad. It's probably moldy. Yeah, so she gets grossed out by it. That's a good answer. I like that. So the bath mat is the dumb thing that's recently causing fights in my home. Brandon and Lyman, uh, what dumb thing causes fights in your home? When I don't rinse out my milk cup. Your milk cup? Oh my God, this bugs me too. Plates, cups, anything that has a residue on it, especially eggs, and you just leave them in the sink to harden and dry, just rinse them. Let them soak. I don't get it. Oh, and my wife goes off on me. <laughs> Sounds a lot like that, I'm sure. <laughs> She just goes right off the deep end. All right. Well, that is yeah, something. She's probably the one having to load it in the dishwasher and then it's dry, crusty milk. She's the one that washes the dishes. See, I'm the one that washes the dishes and Mora does that. She leaves her wine glass there with the wine residue in it. And it gets crunchy almost. Yeah, but I, well, I'm not very delicate when I'm washing the dishes, so I can't tell you how many wine glasses I've smashed. And I'm like, can you just clean your own wine glasses after you finish uh, drinking them? And then maybe I'll worry about the bath mats. Oh, my God. Sometimes an issue as well as the bath mat. Yeah. One that kills me is when we have pizza and, you know, you dip some ranch on your plate and Tucker will leave the ranch coated plate on the counter for days and it will get hard as a rock. Let it all out. Just let it all out today, Tara. (laughs) Leon from Springvale. What dumb thing causes fights in your house? When you come home from work and the house is not clean, when the other person had the day off. Oh, well, they don't want to clean on their day off, though. Would you? Yeah, that's what I do when they oh. are at work. Okay, then. It's, I am. It's, it's, it's like a consideration, you know? Well, you know what I mean? It's my day off. I'm going to have the house nice and clean. So when you get home, you just, you just relax. Nothing stressful is on the mind. And I always <laughs> set that up. And then when it's my turn, it don't always work out that way. You come home to a pig. I feel your pain. This happens to me all the time. I get like one day off because I'll work a Saturday most most weeks. So I get like one day off and her schedule, she does the 12s and it floats and there's weeks where she has six days in a row off and that's just her regular schedule. I'm like, you have six days off. I have one day off. Yeah. And the place is still a mess. Man. You're going to be hyped up over here. (laughs) 
Jesus, like, give, come on, man. If I'm going to do that for you, you know what I mean? You can at least return the favor because I like to come home to a clean house. Yeah. I don't want to think about I don't want to think about mopping and sweeping. I mean, we got two kids. I already know how it is, but yeah, right, thank you. Like, oh, my God. All right, I feel your pain. That's a good one. Nobody snitch on me. Moore is not listening today, all right? If any of her friends are listening, don't snitch on me. I don't, don't ruin a happy home right now, all right? <laughs> Like Ryan was talking about how you have six days off and you don't clean. There goes your Christmas presents. <laughs> I got her to stop listening to the podcast so she won't catch me saying anything problematic. I was we, like, we need to get those streams up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Ashley from Freeport, what dumb thing causes fights in your house? Dishes. <laughs> dishes. Washing dishes. We have to we have to hand wash our dishes, and uh, my fiance uh, argues with me a lot over that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I lived with roommates. This is what divided the house, was washing dishes. No one can remember which plate was theirs. It was just drama all the time. It's honestly, like, if you get in the habit, it's so it's so it's much so easy. easy. It's so much easier to wash them right after you finish But eating. nobody wants to do that. I know, but if you do that, then the stuff doesn't get stuck on, and it's, it saves in the end. I don't even let him do it, so... <laughs> I actually am the one that's taken over it, so. He probably did that on purpose. Yeah, I I don't like him washing them because it just, I have to rewash them. (laughs) I feel that. I might as well just do it myself. Yeah, he's doing that on purpose. He knows what he's doing. That was very very tactical. Let's see uh, what some people are saying on the uh, text. Erin said, leaving lights on, electricity is expensive. I used to feel very passionately about that, but then Tucker showed me how much it actually costs to like leave the TV on or leave the lights on and it was pennies. Yeah, it's not that much. So it's like, okay, fine, but when I grew up you had to turn off every single light after you left every single room. The lights aren't the issue, it's the air conditioner. You leave that on all day. That'll get ya. Brianna from Standish, what dumb thing causes fights in your home? When he leaves the ketchup out. I kinda like it at room temp. I, I thought it's supposed to be refrigerated. It is. After you open it, it definitely is supposed to be refrigerated. But at restaurants, it's never refrigerated. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, I don't like ketchup anyway, but... <laughs> You're like, I'm just annoyed that he left it out. <laughs> You're stuck with having to clean yeah, it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, my daughter used it, so... <laughs> I think that the restaurants can leave it at room temperature because they go through it so quickly. Probably. But when you have a bottle of ketchup at your house, you're not going through it as quick as a restaurant would. Right. So you have to refrigerate it to extend the life of it. Right. That, that would be my educated guess. Um, but he just won't put that damn bottle away. No. If he has French fries, is he a type of person to put ketchup all over the French fries? Or does he just do like one spot and then dip the French fries into the one spot? One spot and dip them. Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, I was just checking to see if she had a psychopath on her hands. <laughs> so that's good. That's that's, that's <laughs> At least it's not that bad. Like if he was spreading it all over the French fries, those people are crazy. Yeah, that's just too much. How to hold the cat, somebody said. That's an interesting one. What? Newly blended family of eight. I brought the cats to the mix. So my three kids think they know more than his three. We actually had to make a rule. No fighting over the animals. Oh, my God. I'm imagining kids picking up the cats under their armpits with no support on their bum and just like picking them up like that. Because I feel like that's how kids always pick up cats. And they need support. You got to support their bum like a little baby. Corey from Topson, what dumb thing causes fights in your home? Oh my God, when I get home from work, (laughs) I wash my hands in the kitchen sink. And you would think that I just kicked my wife's dog because (laughs) the sink is for dishes in the kitchen. This is a little absurd. And I think that she should be grateful you're even washing (laughs) your hands after work in the first place. I I tell her. She doesn't know how good she has it. If it's only for dishes, why is there a bottle of hand soap next to the kitchen sink? Ooh. Well, what do you do for work? Uh, I'm a truck driver. 
I think it's like if you're working on a farm and you're dealing with like feces or something like that. Feces. <laughs> then maybe you don't wash it in the kitchen yeah, sink. That, I mean, that might be one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why is there a bottle of hand soap there? Hmm. Uh, it's decorative, apparently. Oh. <laughs> oh my God! My aunt has decorative soap, and I always use it on accident. It's like, no, that's sin. It's a seashell. Oh, it's made out of soap. I thought I was gonna no. You use the bottle next to the seashell. We picked your text, Corey. Oh, sick. Yeah. So good news is you get a $50 Visa gift card and uh, Tara's going to reach inside Santa's sack for you and pull out a gift. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. All right. All right. Get in there, Tara. Got? What do we got? What do we got? You tell me. You reach in there. Get it. All right. It looks like we have a Jack Harlow t-shirt. Nice. Nice, nice. Thick quality. Size XL. So it'll fit anyone. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, says, oh yeah, nice. It says sweet action on it. Sweet action. And it says Jack Harlow. And it's kind of like the starter logo that it they flipped. Is. Um, yeah. But it says Jack Harlow. So pretty cool. So you're going to get the Jack Harlow t-shirt and the $50 Visa gift card. Congratulations, Corey. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. Uh, we'll have another chance to reach inside Santa Sack coming up with Be All at 5 p.m. this afternoon. And then back again tomorrow morning. Uh, details on Santa Sack, hotradiomaine.com. And it's all made hot in Maine by Evergreen Credit Union. Their rise checking account. Put your money to work for you. Let your finances soar at egcu.org slash rise. That's egcu.org slash rise. Shouts to my credit union, Evergreen Credit Union. And uh, shouts to Corey. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Here's one that I'm surprised it took us so long to get to. Uh, we fight over what we're having for dinner. Mm. What do you want? Just tell me what you want. Oh, when it's like takeout, for sure. I was like, when you buy groceries and stuff, you kind of know what you're going to be having for dinner. But yeah, I still never know what I want on a takeout night. I'll name like six restaurants shot down. I'll always know what I don't want. My move is naming a restaurant that I know that she doesn't want. So it becomes her turn to pick a restaurant. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hot Mornings with Brian Lawn and Tara Fox. So we've gone the whole morning without talking about fast food, so we might as well break that streak right now. Bring it up. Which fast food restaurants are customers most loyal to, based on a new survey here? Well, it depends on who has the best loyalty program. Well, okay, so they took into account factors in the ranking include food quality, speed of service, staff friendliness, uh, restaurant atmosphere, and value. Those are the, the factors that they ranked. Who do you think came in number one with the most loyal customers? McDonald's, maybe? Because they really push out that app and you can get so many freebies on there. McDonald's. If you order through the app. McDonald's is dead last. What? Chick-fil-A came in uh, first. Oh my God. I literally was, I was between McDonald's and Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A is the same way. Like they'll email you all the time and be like, you have a free chicken sandwich just for funsies. Top five places include In-N-Out Burger, uh, Papa Murphy's, which I've never been to. What the heck is that? Jersey Mike's and Raising Cane's. Um, even though McDonald's has more locations than any other fast food spot, the restaurant ranked last in customer loyalty. I think there's... Yeah, because sometimes you can get terrible McDonald's. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm not having that for a month. There were people that really rode for McDonald's uh, in the survey, but there was also people that... It was very polarizing, if you will, in the McDonald's. People either really loved it or they just bashed it and were super upset by it. I think it depends on what location you live next to. Also, Jersey Mike snuck in there. I recently just signed up for the loyalty and I have yet to get a free sandwich, so... See, so you're stuck on the there? word loyalty. You're thinking it has to be the loyalty program. Like they got to be loyal to me if I'm going to be loyal to them. That's how you judge it. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, what am I going to get for free here? <laughs> 
Starbucks, I was also polarizing. They were in this, uh, I don't know what where they exactly ranked somewhere in the middle, but um, same thing. People either really loved it or there was some uh, real negative reviews. I used to be obsessed with it and I always was getting like 400 stars cashing it in for merch. But then one day someone popped my bubble and they were like, you know, that means you spent $400, right? Or more. Like you're not getting free merch. They're rewarding you for spending hundreds of dollars. Yeah, that's what the whole program is about. Oh, well, if you put it that way. And I got an espresso machine for Christmas last year, so I don't go as much. The only loyalty program that I think I'm a part of is the Bull Moose loyalty program. That You're a liar. There's no way. That's the only loyalty program you're a part of. I think I'm a part of every loyalty program if a store offers That I one. actively like keep track of. They'll always be like, would you like to use your points? And I'm like, what will that do for me? I'm like, well, you can get this item for half off. And I go, nah, I'm, I'm saving up for something big. I don't know what. I have hundreds of Sephora points saved. But one day I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to just buy my own bull moose with my bull moose points. I don't know. They're going to expire on you. I'm like, we're so sorry. I don't think they can expire expire in Maine. I think that's a rule. Points? Gift cards can't expire. Points can expire. 